This is Dave Doggett, and you're listening to the Maritime Outdoorsman Podcast, Episode 7. All right, that was pretty cheesy. Welcome to the show. And in this particular episode, we are talking sharks and shark fishing. That's right. Our maritime waters are actually teeming with sharks. And we're going to connect with Captain Art Gaetan, who is a fantastic friend of mine. Uh, and without a doubt, the leading expert in all of Canada on shark sport fishing. And uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, hanging out with Art on many days, uh, catching many sharks and creating a lot of memories. The purpose of this episode is to create awareness for shark fishing and the shark species that we do have here in Atlantic Canada. But at the same time, I would strongly encourage you, if you have never experienced shark fishing before in our waters, to get a group of people together and get in touch with Captain Art and consider booking what will no doubt be the trip of a lifetime. Um, I've never experienced anything like it before, and I can't get enough of it. And actually, I'm going to do something a little different in this episode, because I plan on going out with Captain Art this summer, uh, as of the time of recording this podcast, and I'm going to invite one lucky listener to join me on that shark fishing trip. So at the end of this episode, I'm going to talk about the details for how you can qualify to win that spot out on a shark fishing trip uh, with me and uh, Blue Shark Charters. So stay tuned for that at the end of the episode, and if you do not win that spot, definitely consider getting a group of people together and book what will no doubt be a trip of a lifetime. And it might even be something you find yourself doing year after year, because uh, I know it sure is addicting. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to connect up here with Captain Art, and we'll get him on the line for a chat. Okay, I've got I've got Art Gaetan on the phone. Did I say that right, Art, your last name? Yeah, that'll do, Dave. <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. Uh, I, I've known Art for quite a few years now, and and have been uh, been out shark fishing with Art Captain Art. I should I should address him properly, and so should everybody else, Captain Art. And um, yeah, I I don't think I can even count how many times I've been out with you now. It's just fantastic. Um, so I thought I'd I'd bring you into the show, and you know, for all those people out there who have not experienced shark fishing in our waters off of Nova Scotia. They, I don't think they know what they're missing. I think we should uh, talk about it for a few minutes. So how, how many years have you been uh, doing the charter service, Art? Um, we're going into our, um, our uh, 14th season right now, Dave. And nice. um, um, But previous to this charter business itself, I've been fishing them for uh, 25 years, I guess, before that. Okay, so you're you're uh, you're well seasoned in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so 
for people who don't know much about the sharks that we have, maybe we'll just run through the 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 main species that we have and uh and then we'll go from there too. What what kind of species of sharks do can people expect to encounter off our coast? Um well off of uh, Nova Scotia there's roughly 26 to 28 different species of sharks that are in our waters. Mm. Um but during the summer months um, typically from the months of June on through till the end of October. Um, the sharks that you can counter out there will be the predominant one would be a blue shark. Um, then your next prominent one after that could be a corb eagle shark, which is in the same family as the great white, and the short fin mako and the salmon shark. And then we get the uh, short fin mako, speaking of, which is um, probably, in my books, one of the top premier sport fish in the ocean, you can mm-hmm. jump billfish, and uh, they can top out at speeds of uh, 100 kilometers an hour. Incredible. And then, um, believe it or not, we actually have great whites that cruise through our waters every now and then, and I've been privileged to see uh, four of them um, so far, but uh, we're not allowed to target them. Okay, yeah, I think I remember seeing uh, a newspaper article or, or something on the 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 nightly news where uh, one of your sightings was, was recorded a couple of years ago, I think it was. So that's, that's pretty wild. I don't think many people realize just how many sharks are out there. And, um, you know, there, so there is a sport fishing opportunity with the blue blues and the Makos and the poor beagles. Is there, is it catch and release? Um, or are there seasons on these fish? What's, uh, what do you have to say about that? catch and release. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody can go fishing them. Mm-hmm. Um, all you got to do is uh, purchase a, a DFO license for, uh, I think it's $11.50. Um, it's a strict uh, catch and release unless you're fishing a sanctioned uh, DFO tournament. Okay. Um, but just to give you with regards to numbers, last year we, uh, we cost, tagged, measured, and photographed um, 550 shark last year, 668 the year before. So, um, we go to fish, we go to catch fish. We just don't go for the sake of going out for a charter and taking the money. Yeah, I can I can personally attest to that. It's you know, it, it and there's certain times of the year that that you're more likely to run into numbers of fish and then uh other parts of the season when you're more likely to run into bigger fish, is that true? Yeah, that's right. Um normally your numbers um are in the month of July and mm-hmm. it wouldn't be on the boat and get yourself tied into uh like a really good day would be 30 fish. Now you're talking fish ranging anywhere from uh, 20 to 30 pounds on up through to uh, 200, 250. Um, and then if you're targeting some bigger fish and even the possibilities of banging into a, a mako, um, then you'll be looking at the month of August. My mm-hmm. August, a, a, a month of um, typically larger fish. Um, but don't get me wrong, it wouldn't be uncommon to go out there and, and hook into uh, 15, 20, or 25 fish uh, in August as well. Awesome. Um, so again, would be, again, another uh, opportunity for um, makos, um, because the warmer that water gets, uh, the, the makos, they move in a little bit closer. Um, numbers will start to fall off, but um, still really good fishing in September as well. Mm. Um, but the problem with the month of September is, um, is wind. Yeah. So, um, you know, we might book in 25 charters, but we may only get, you know, 15 of them in. 
Yeah, that's true. I've 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 seen and I've talked to you on some of those days when you've just had to say, you know, we're not going out today. And I mean, obviously, that's a wise thing. You put safety first. You're you, so you take up to how many people out in a charter? Um, we carry a maximum of ten people on board the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the boat rates they run at the seventeen hundred and fifty plus tax, and it's for the day, mm-hmm. and that's for up to ten guys. So, mm-hmm. so we have a barbecue on board and. You usually bring your refreshments and stuff with you, so it's a it's a really good day on the water, like a really good day on the water. Yeah, and it, we often fish for shark as well. When if we get into the uh, fly fisherman um, that wants to test their uh, their abilities with the fly rod, um, they can bring their own, or um, we supply a fly reels and rods and line and flies and everything if they wish. Yeah, and if you want to bring your own fly rod. You want to make sure it's at least what a <laughs> what kind of weight fly rod are we talking about? Be a ten weight. Um, like I had a lot of guys come out and say that you can they can catch them with you know seven weights and eight weights and you can, but uh, the, the the problem with them is is that um, you can't lift them. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times they'll get down there and they'll uh, flare out the pec fins and once a you know a seventy pound fish has got his pecs flared out. Um, you don't have the ability. You don't have the uh, the the, uh, the ability to lift that fish with a uh, a seven or an eight weight. So um, you you be able to lift a little one, a small one, twenty mm-hmm. or thirty pounder. But um, you get a fish a hundred pounds, a hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, you're ending up breaking gear. So uh, you should be into a, a, the minimum of a ten weight. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, even when you're sight fishing. Uh, around the boat, sometimes there's multiple sharks. You might think you're going to get one of those smaller ones, but uh, one of the yep. big yeah one of the big guys might come out and you're. You're right. Yeah, it's all over. Um, and there's another fish, by the way, that um, <clears throat> you fish out here that you had the pleasure <laughs> um, You probably will never ask for that one again, will you? No, I will not. I will not. Go ahead and tell everybody about, about those, they, those uh, fish. Ocean sunfish. Um, and these things can get up to, uh, oh, uh, 4,000 kilograms. And uh, we have them out there, actually. We see them anywhere from, uh, you know, uh, 50 kilograms, which is a very small one, uh, or kilos, I should say. Sorry, mm-hmm. not kilograms, kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go, all, like I said, all the way up to 4,000 kilos, and the world record is uh, 4,750 kilos. <laughs> That's a um, monster. Talking about a fish that um, has got a lot of weight to it, and as awkward as they look, um, <laughs> And things can motor, and <laughs> they'll head it to the bottom. That's usually where they're heading. Yeah. But when you hook, usually um, uh, you look and see how deep the water is because uh, you know you better have that much line on because he's going straight to the bottom, as you can attest to that. I can <laughs> attest to that. And, uh, you know, what seemed like a good idea on that, that hot, sunny day, um, you know, it, it's it's fine if somebody's looking you know, to, to wrestle a, I don't know how big that one was. Do you, do you remember roughly how big that one was? Yeah, well, we had the crane on board. That's when I had the other boat that That's time. right, that's right. We had a crane on board uh, and four guys with ropes on it. Yeah. And we couldn't even lift it out of the water. So yeah. uh, you're looking at uh, probably in the vicinity of uh, 2,000 pounds. Yeah, it, and, you know, you're exactly right. As soon as that thing realized it was hooked, it just went straight down the bottom, and I think it was at least a two-hour battle. It might have even been longer. It's it's a good workout if somebody's looking to uh, to get yeah. to to shed some pounds. But um, 
awesome. Uh, you know, definitely some of my, the most exciting fishing I've ever experienced. And actually, I want to get you back on another episode so we can have a little uh, chat about our Bay of Fundy adventure sometime. But we'll we'll definitely save that for another one. Um, episode. Yeah, that'll be another episode for sure. But you know, the 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 point I think that most people need to remember is, uh, you know. You, there's up to 10 people can go out. Um, you're still talking, you know, under $200 per person for a day that you're never going to forget, regardless of how the fishing is. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's just so much to see and do out there. I mean, you guys even get, you even get uh, bird watchers out there, right? Yeah, actually, we've, uh, that has become a uh, kind of a sideline thing now, actually, with regards to um, the birds, because mm-hmm. uh, the birds that we see out there, um, you don't see them inland, and uh, um, there's some pretty friggin' cool birds out there, man. I'll tell mm. you what. Mm. Yeah. And the whales, you know, the whales that we see, and the leatherback turtles. Um, you know, it's just a, it's it's a pretty cool, uh, it's a pretty cool day. Yeah, it is. I mean, you just that's the thing I like about going out in the ocean. You just never know exactly what you're gonna run into, and um, so. One last thing I guess maybe we'll touch on in, in this particular um, episode is for people who might be a little prone to seasickness or even those who who aren't or don't think they are, in quotes, um, mm. what kind of advice would you offer those people? Because there may be people listening who would love to come out for a day, but they're you know either terrified that they're going to get sick and and have a terrible day, ruin it for themselves and everybody else? Or, you know, so what kind of advice would you give people who who might uh, get seasick? Uh, first thing, what I would do is um, don't go out the night before and get a bunch of beer in the end mm. and whatever it is, because, I mean, besides your hangover, you're going to have to deal with um, motion as well. Yeah. But um, all of the stuff that you should do um, is all on our website at uh, www.bluesharkcharters.com. Mm-hmm. And um, it'll give you all the do's and the don'ts. And um, whether they realize it or not, it's basically all in their head. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's more of your worry than actually um, it's what makes you sick. I mean, you can sit at a dinner table and think about what you're eating and <laughs> make you sick. Mm-hmm. So it's all about that. So the best thing to do is just to get out there and uh, let my dogs hop on your lap and uh, you don't worry about the seasickness is then the way to go. But, but yeah. all fairness, um, there are some people that will be um, sick because they are just those type of people that are going to get sick, and it really doesn't matter what you can do for them. But my recommendation is a couple of gravel um, just as you go to bed. You get a good night's sleep, and then uh, when you wake up in the morning, you can pop one more when you get on the boat, and that really should set you up for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it- and, again, clothing, you know, um, out there, the weather out there is completely different than inland. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it can be, you know, a 30-degree day in, in downtown Halifax, and, you know, it, yeah, it can be a lot different out there. So, yeah, definitely bring a, bring a, a, a variety of clothing. So, awesome. Um, I think that's a, a great introduction to uh, to what you offer, and um you know, I think your your service is second to none. I I'm yet to encounter any uh, any other charter service uh, anywhere as close to what you have to offer, and uh, and I can definitely say that from personal experience. So yeah, I'm gonna put uh, in the show notes for this episode for people who are listening. Uh, I'll put a link to Art's website, 
Uh, Art's also got uh, a Twitter feed that he updates through the season. So uh, even if you're not able to get out on a particular trip, um, if your trip is coming up, you can check his Twitter feed and see what's going on on any particular day or, or what's been going on the past week. And that's, that's pretty cool in itself. So Art, thanks for taking uh, some time to chat with me about, uh, about what you do. And, and hopefully some people will uh, book a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, again, thank you again for having given me this opportunity. And if they like I said, if they want to check the progress of what we're doing, um, we photograph everything that goes on in the boat mm-hmm. for every day. And so uh, what happens is when we go out and we get our fish, and we come home and we upload our pictures. So you can see how many fish we're getting during the day and, you know, it kind of give you a timing of when you want to go. But um, great talking to you, Dave. Awesome. So yeah, if somebody wants to uh, book a trip for the upcoming season, definitely get in touch with Art, uh, Captain Art. And uh, again, I'll have a link to his site in the show notes and and, uh, we'll go from there. So thanks again, Art. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thanks again to Captain Art of BlueSharkCharters.com for joining me on this episode today. And uh, last but not least, let's talk about how you can qualify to win that spot on my charter with Captain Art this summer. And there's a couple different ways that you can qualify to do that. I realize not everybody is active in social media. However, the the first way that you can qualify is if you are a Facebook user, you can share a link to this episode of this podcast. And I'm going to have instructions for this in the show notes. So um, if it doesn't make a lot of sense here right now, just go to the show notes, which is at maritimeoutdoorsman.com slash 007. And you'll find the show notes for the episode there and the instructions on how to qualify. The first way is to share the episode uh, with your Facebook friends. And the second way that you can qualify to get that spot is to send an email to a friend letting them know about this particular episode so they can come have a listen and maybe even qualify themselves. So just an email, obviously not a spam email because this should be only to somebody that you know and is expecting emails from you. And just an email with a link to the episode saying, hey, uh, have you heard this episode of the Maritime Outdoorsman podcast? So once you do one of those two things, either share the episode on Facebook or send an email to a friend, just notify myself that you have done so, and I'll put you in the draw to win the spot on that trip. So that'll be fun. Hopefully you'll be the one joining me on that outing this summer, creating more memories, and uh, hopefully wrestling into some sharks off our maritime coast. So Until next time, this is Dave Doggett, and you've been listening to the Maritime Outdoorsman Podcast.